Hello and welcome to Under the Skin from Luminary. This week I spoke with Dr. Gabor Mate. Dr. Gabor Mate is a regular guest on Under the Skin. If you're unaware of him, Gabor is a physician who specializes in addiction, stress, trauma, and childhood development. He's got a new book coming out, The Myth of Normal. Is it called The Myth of Normal? It's not out yet. No, it's not out yet, but it's coming out. Now that Under the Skin is on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review for me. It helps me, and I'll read it out to you. Don't mention Jenny May Finn. I'm not interested. If you'd like to listen to the rest of the this podcast and all my weekly under the skin podcasts all you have to do is subscribe to luminary on apple podcasts or download the luminary app here are some special offers if you're in the us or the uk luminary is running a sale you can listen to under the skin and above the noise and 30 more luminary originals for a special seasonal price us listeners pay 23 dollars 99 and uk listeners pay 19 pound 49 for a year of access to everything we're talking about me we're talking about dave Chappelle. we're talking about under the skin like it's basically like going to university and there's some exciting projects coming next year that i can't even tell you about so if you can afford to subscribe at that low, low price. Give it a little subscribe, yo. Uh, this, this price promotion runs through, Jan through to January the 3rd, 2022, and the link is in the description. Give it a click, get on board, buy it for a present. Someone you love in this, the time of our Lord Jesus. What are you saying, Jen? About the seasonal offer? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It. It's for the whole year. So if you did maths and you're good at it, you could break it down. You could work it per down per, two per, pen per, per month. Podcast. It's like a penny piece. Two pen per month. It's a penny piece. Yeah. And then like, I think all the podcasts you can listen to. At least 200. And you could get my guided meditation. You'll be spiritually awakened by the end of it. You'll have a lovely time. Anyway, in this conversation, me and Gabor Matt talk about how society is driven to hook people into petty lusts and uh, capitalism. Do we, Jen? Yeah, you do. Technology's magnified this. Our lack of healthy attachment leads to unhealthy attachments. That's good. Tech addiction. Yeah, like we talk about like little ducks, like little ducks on imprint on the first thing they see. Anyway, have a listen to it. You're going to love it. It's going to educate you and consider that special offer. Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not no, a successful route. Yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told? And welcome to Russell Brand Under the Skin. Perhaps a somewhat weary analysis, but, but it's something that I can recognise, is that as a person whose um, rubric for understanding my personal reality, my emotional life, dealing with ongoing problems ordinary and occasionally extreme i use the models of addiction and attachment which seem analogous to me that i'm all right i've become overly dependent on that i'm trying to control this issue i need to surrender let's try a different perspective let's look for support from other people where can i be grateful all of the things that are mostly derived from a 12-step understanding but you know, I spoke to um, the, the person that wrote the dopamine book, who says that one of the preconditions, or a pre one of the preconditions for addiction, is availability of the substance. You know, like if there's a, if heroin is widely available and easily accessible, you will see, you know, it's sort of obvious and ordinary. You'll see a spike. Now I wonder how, uh, you know, with the now fully immersive access to technology and technological devices coupled with these, this feeling of dislocation and alienation, I, I began to feel that it might mean that we'd be dealing with a culture of addiction 
that we're no longer dealing with addiction as a marginal issue and as you say in your practice that accompanies or even precedes your um, dealings with real extreme drug addicts you've noted that addiction is you know um, ubiquitous but now as you say like that 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 dislocation that dislocation doesn't seem like a rare but an ordinary thing I, I start to wonder if we might be entering some kind of hyper state that that we're, that we're beginning to we're beginning to experience the impossibility of um, a, the the impossibility of the, the of solutions emerging from the models that we're currently living within. That it's going to get worse. That that no one was going to be able to use tech without an awareness around it. You got everyone's going to have to be like aware of oh I'm like using this addictively and the way that we're consuming information and the understanding that information is exacerbating our feelings of alienation and fear so i'm wondering if like you know as you say we're starting to see something puncture and come forth that has has long been present but not been so pronounced i wonder if that's what might be being asked of us is a new modality a new way of dealing with reality that is a kind of a new sort of spiritual system that with that with that the old solutions aren't going to work anymore, or at least the current solutions, by which I mean cultural, secular, and political solutions that are offered consumerism, entertainment, and distraction. That they're in, they're entering a kind of end cycle. Well, uh, you know, back in, in in a sense, there's nothing new. Uh, back in the 1940s, a great spiritual teacher and one of the great Catholic writers of the 20th century, Thomas Merton, wrote his uh, biography, The Seven-Story Mountain. And he says, and I think he wrote this in 1948 or so, and, he, and, and I could find a quote on my cell phone, but I won't bother looking for it. But he basically says that nowhere since the, since Imperial Rome has a society been so driven to, magnify and hook people into cheap, letty, petty lusts and pursuits than the culture of capitalism. He said this in 1948. Well, what would you say today? So that this is not a new dynamic. Um, what is new is that, um, as you say, the, the technology has magnified it and has metastasized it. it it's impossible to live in a society and not have uh, dysfunction and addictive appeals um, broadcast into your home, and children are 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 being subject to this um, from an early age on, and and the and it's not uh, accidental. It's not just simply a, a spontaneous byproduct of the system. Again, I'm I'm recalling your interview with Edward Snowden, who talked about these. Um, conspiracies out in broad daylight that he says we're inured to, we don't even notice them, he said. Well, when it comes to technology, it's it's not just neutral. It was deliberately designed, for example, um, to appeal to the circuits of the brain that hook people into addictions, the dopamine circuits, the endorphin circuits, and so on. 
And so these products are, are, are circulated and, 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 and um, pervade to children with a deliberate attempt to make them addicted to the technology itself. And it works beautifully from the point of view of the manufacturers and those who profit from it. Uh, the reason it's so addictive, apart from the direct assault on the brain's circuitry um, that is engaged in addiction, is the word that you used before, you said attachment. But I think when you said attachment, you meant in the Buddhist sense of being attached, hooked into something. Well, th that's true. But here's what happens. Human beings are born with certain needs to belong, to be in contact, um, to have meaning in their lives. The, 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 these are needs that we have to be uh, seen, to be heard. Now, these are needs that are usually met if a culture is functioning well in the context of healthy attachment relationships. And by attachment, in this case, I don't mean the Buddhist terms of craving and, and, and obsessive compulsive engagement with, I'm talking about the context of loving relationships, the healthy attachment relationship. Now here's what happens. The less our, our health needs for attachment are met early in life, the more likely we are then to be attached to externals later on to try and meet those same needs. So the lack of healthy attachment leads to the unhealthy attachment, if I can put it that way. And, and so if you look at something like Facebook, it's a lot, of, a lot of it is about unmet attachment needs. What do people do on Facebook? They like each other. That's an attachment dynamic. It's a substitute for love, but it's highly addictive because when you're liked on Facebook, you always have this niggling sense that, do they like me or do they like the face that I present? It's not called Facebook for nothing. People present a face to the world. That's not really them. And that never satisfies. So you have to, get, have to keep having more and more of it. So the more people like you, the more you need people to like you. It's highly addictive. On Facebook, people have friends. That's an attachment dynamic. But they're not real friendships because, again, they don't know you. And it doesn't matter how many friends you get. There's always a niggling suspicion that, well, if they knew me, really, would they still be my friends? So you have to keep proving to yourself how many friends you've got. So in, in a nutshell, the... And, and I'm really glad to tell you, and I don't want to say much about it now, but I just finished, finally, after 10 years, finished writing my next book, which is called The Myth of Normal. And, and what I'm saying is that in this society, what's taken for normal is actually totally abnormal from the point of view of human needs. So normally speaking, in terms of what happens in a society, normally, and I put that in quotation marks, people don't get their needs met. And then this society is past master at creating false needs that then people substitute for the real ones. And this is the appeal of technology. You get to belong, you get to be heard, you get to be seen, you get to be liked, you get to be engaged, you get to get excited, you get to get, have meaning in your life. And most of it is false. Therefore, it doesn't satisfy. And again, as my brilliant uh, medical friend, Dr. Vince Felitti, says, it's hard to get enough of something that almost works. <laughs>
So there you have the addictive appeal of, of, of technology. It's hard to get enough of something that almost works. That's a good quote. If you're enjoying this conversation, join me over at Luminary on Apple Podcasts for the rest of our discussion and for all the latest episodes of Under the Skin.